1: Where we report on the works of God all over the world as relates to the end time word. Greetings, brothers and sisters. Welcome to another Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. Uh, today I'm here with Brother Tim Dodd, and we're going to t- talk about some things that are going on in the background. Um, missions work. Anyone who's been involved in it knows that it's not always glamorous. There's just a lot of details that have to be taken care of and hard work that needs to be done. But it's all important. And uh, we've seen that kind of work going on around the world and in our own office. And so Brother Tim and I are just going to bring you in on our conversation about some of those kinds of things. So God bless you, Brother Tim. Welcome to the podcast today.
0: God bless you, Brother Mark. Good to be back with you, good to see you, and uh, I know you're a busy man, but uh, it might be good to update the people on some of the things that have recently unfolded in themselves, maybe not necessarily a whole podcast's worth, but uh, just a few little tidbits of things that we might not put into an article, we might not mention, but it's always nice to hear about them.
1: Yes, amen. And we have a wonderful audience, and we know the the burden that our audience has that they are interested in these things, even if it's just something that they would be able to pray about and uh, be
0: involved. Sometimes I wish I could speak individually to each and every one of them, but you just don't have time. And, uh, you know, there's always things happening that uh, even when you're in an individual conversation, you might not recall it immediately. So these are good opportunities to share these things.
1: Yes. Amen. Okay. Well, let's start with this. Uh, A couple of weeks ago, we reported that we had some church age books that were printed in China and delivered in Rwanda. Last I heard, they were in customs. Uh, Do we have an update on
0: that situation? The books are out of customs and uh, are being delivered. I'm receiving pictures and reports of they're right now in the south of the country, Uh, Delivering the Church Age Books to the Churches There. Uh, This is a wonderful thing that uh, is, uh, it just thrills my heart, Brother Mark, really, to see people get the Church Age Book in their language for the very first time. The message has certainly been in the country uh, a long time, but uh, now to have the Church Age Book and to see them uh, rejoicing in it, Uh, That just thrills my heart. And so we're getting reports. We're going to have an article up on the website pretty soon uh, so people will be able to see the pictures of people receiving the church-age books.
1: Okay. Uh, Do you have a sense of, well, the the quantity of books, I guess, the quantity that have been shipped and and maybe longer term, how many we think we need to supply that country?
0: Well, the the country has fewer than 5,000 believers as far as I understand. I've never been to Rwanda, but we have a brother from Rwanda in our church, Brother Eli Quisero, who was on the podcast recently. And uh, they have, uh, as I said, fewer than 5,000 believers. And so we printed 3,000 church age books, which we feel will meet the current demand for the books there at this time.
1: Yes. And I, I think there was MP3 players in that shipment or connected with that also was there
0: that's correct there was 500 mp3 players provided by the believers in china they donated that and all we had to do was to help it clear customs and so that was a great blessing uh there was of those 500 you know it it will go to obviously it won't go to everybody but uh the group of brothers there in rwanda that are working with translation Uh, They've been very diligent, not just doing print translations, which they've got approaching 400 translations there, uh, but they've also been diligent turning those text translations into audio translations. And so the MP3 players are mainly aimed at people that are illiterate and ministers. Yes. And so that they're able to feed on the message of the hour. Well, these
1: kinds of... I don't like to call them tools, but in, in a way they are. You know, you've seen, Brother Tim, what happens when these kinds of resources go into a country.
0: Yeah, it's it is. Let me say it this way, Brother Mark: the the lights go on. You know, to see the people uh, rejoice in the revelation of the hour. You know, even just for the ministers to have church age books. Uh, which the Church Age book is a phenomenal book for, the, for an overview of the entire message. You know, Brother Branham had Brother Vale to uh, take the Church Age series and put it into text. But while they were doing that, they also added a lot of things that were revelations that came in the opening of the seals. They put in there a lot of things that were uh, necessary for the bride of this hour to combat the Antichrist spirit of this hour. And so that, that is a tremendous book in and of itself and a very foundational book for people's walk with the Lord in this day. It's the power of God to equip them by revelation to overcome the devil wherever they live in this particular age. And we all know from events unfolding around us, whether it be COVID, whether it be the war going on in Ukraine, whether it be the the inundation of media and and the work of the devil in all of the things that bombard our minds, we know that there had to be a specific message for this age to help us overcome. And that is what this message does.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, and the Church Ages book for any believer, certainly for me, was just so foundational. And, you know, there's a lot of talk about pandemic. I think we are in living in a pandemic of lies. <laughs> coming from so many sources, and to have something that you can depend on. Of course, we have the Scripture, but the Church Ages book, as you said, so illuminates the truths of the Scripture that we need to withstand in this day.
0: That is the truth, and, you know, we could certainly talk at length about that. Uh, (laughs) You know, what kind of a spirit, a lying spirit, and how the Bible, you know, the Bible says that the people of this age will be given over to a strong delusion to believe a lie and be damned by it. And because they love not the truth. And so why are lies so prevalent? Because people don't love the truth. And that's really the spirit that's upon this age. And it's a sad, sad thing.
1: It's sad for the age, but we sure do rejoice for the believers who are walking in the truth more and more through these. uh, You know, it doesn't just happen. People have to give. People have to work. It takes effort to to make this happen, and we just rejoice when we see it happening in a country like Rwanda. Now, moving to uh, Uganda, where we've had so many reports the last couple of years, and I understand you have some updates for us on printing that's going on in that country.
0: In Uganda, Brother Mark, we have a two-pronged approach to printing. One is that we print the larger books, such as Church Age books, Hebrews books, uh, Bibles which we are now printing we're reprinting church age books we're reprinting Bibles so we've we've got uh, 10,000 church age, more church age books coming we printed 10,000 Bibles we have 150 left in Uganda mm. and so we're reprinting the Bibles I'm not sure yet if we're printing 10,000 or 20,000 we'll be deciding that this week uh, probably 20 thousand. And uh, then we're also printing 10,000 Hebrew series books, so that's that's the China side or the importing side of the printing. But then we also have a local print station there, a medium-sized print station with a high-speed printer that prints individual messages, and they're doing a great job. And initially, we've uh, worked with the Luganda language in printing. Uh, but now we're expanding because of all the languages we're involved in translation. So we're we're maintaining uh, Luganda printing. So we're printing I think five thousand books of each title. But we're now we're also printing Ateso messages, which we've been translating. We just on the internet just added the Karamajong language, and that's a. Uh, maybe something that we could talk about in a moment, but we're also going to be printing Karamajong. In, in Ateso and Karamajong, uh, we don't need to print as many books. And so what we're doing is we're uh, maybe printing a 1,000 or 1,500 in those languages. And also we also find other needs, and it's interesting for the believers, and excuse me for rambling on here, but uh, the, the borders in Africa were not borders that were created by the Africans themselves. They were created by the European powers with an emphasis of control over certain regions of Africa. And so as a result, there are tribes in Africa that span the borders. For example, in Malawi, uh, Brother Barry Coffey has printed uh, the Chichewa translations that we uploaded. And, uh, but In Chichewa, that also goes into Mozambique. And so they, because the tribe spans the border. And now it's the same in Uganda in that we had a request from a brother in southwestern Uganda, uh, brother Bikina, who asked that we print Kenya Rwanda. Now Kenya Rwanda is the language of the church age books we just talked about for Rwanda. And so we are printing individual messages, I think about 300, for them in southwestern Uganda, for the people, the believers that speak the Kenya Rwanda language, which is the language of the Rwandans. And so you can see that the because of these cross-border language issues, the message hub and the print stations are so flexible we can print a few hundred of this language, a few hundred of that language. And so now in Uganda, we're printing Luganda, Ateso, Karamajong, and Kenya Rwanda. Okay. So
1: if I'm understanding you correctly, the large uh, printings are done offshore in China. That's right. And then to serve these smaller needs, we use the uh, make use of the print station that's there in Kampala.
0: Yeah, exactly. Okay. And we're also using the print station there to uh, serve the people in Ethiopia. Oh. Because I'll be heading to Ethiopia here in 10 days, Lord willing. And uh, I trust that everything remains calm enough for that uh, trip. But uh, the, uh, the believers there need books, and we are printing books in Uganda, also in Amharic because it's a neighboring country and we have a good setup there. And so we're able to print a few hundred books for the believers over there in Ethiopia.
1: Yeah. Okay. And, and the needs in Uganda, uh, <laughs> you, you mentioned 20,000. Uh, is that going to be enough, Brother Tim?
0: Well, it's, it's a matter of um, how long will it be enough for, mm. you know, it's, uh, you know, we could probably print 50000 but we don't, A, have the funds. The Bibles are the most expensive books that we print because we like to make them of a decent enough quality that they last a long period of time. Uh, that is to say, if you have a Bible, if I have, I have a Bible that I've had, oh my, for 40 years, and, and I still use my Bible daily. And so... So these are the things we we print the Bibles with nice uh, India paper and vinyl covers and things so people can have a Bible that's going to last them a long time if they take care of it. So uh, it's expensive, but you know the cost wise. But there's also storage because you don't you don't land twenty thousand Bibles and immediately give them out. There's a distribution process. So we don't want to create a warehouse full of books. We want to print generally speaking, as we need it. And so we're going to print probably 20,000 Bibles, and then uh, that will probably max out our storage capability in Uganda. But we immediately will ship those 3,000 to this region and 3,000 to that region and and so on and so forth. And uh, they don't sit in a warehouse. That 20,000 will be 10,000 within a few weeks, and then, uh, then it'll just continue from there.
1: Yeah. Uh, what languages are the Bibles? Printed in,
0: we only print in Luganda right right now. Yeah, it's interesting. We're getting inquiries. the The news must be out that we're printing Luganda Bibles because we're getting uh, inquiries from groups outside of the message on how they can access our supply of Bibles. Mm. And uh, so I'm I'm all for people giving out Bibles, you know. And generally, these other missions groups of other churches and whatever, you know. We're happy for them to give out Bibles to the people. The more Bibles are there in the people's hands, the more effective the message will be.
1: Amen. And praise God for that connection with with China and the believers there. That's been a real resource, hasn't it?
0: It sure has. It sure has. That's a a great place to print large quantities. And not just because it's cheap, but also because you can ship from there relatively easy.
1: Amen. Well, uh, we just rejoice to understand that there's a hunger there that justifies those kind of quantities. That means that the the Lord is at work and there's believers there. And anything we can do to help, Brother Tim, I know that's that's your heart. It's my heart too. These believers need to feed on the word. Brother Tim, you mentioned uh, Karamajong. Would you like to make a few more comments about that?
0: Sure, Brother Mark. Um, we've talked previously about the Karamoja region in northeastern Uganda, quite a remote and, uh, relatively primitive region, and the people had not had any messages in their language, and so we, they came to meet me when I was in Uganda and, and, uh, asked if there was anything that we could do to help them to translate the message into their language, And so we agreed, and when we came home and shared it with the people, the people responded, and and we set up a fund for the Karamoja region for the translation of their language, which is called Karamojong. If I'm saying that correctly, I believe I am. So we're glad to say that we just put the first four translations up on the Message Hub. And it took us longer than we expected, but we're thrilled that we now have messages in the Karamajong language and they have messages in their language for the first time and we'll be printing those right away to get them in the hands of the people.
1: Amen. And that's the process they go on the message hub so they're live right away, you can read them, download them, but I suppose in some of these places, uh, these remote regions are a little more primitive. Uh, access to the internet and being make, able to make use of them that way might not be something that's very common.
0: Exactly, exactly. The, the access to be able to print a book to us is the key to the message hub. We, we do print quantities, we have print stations, we, we support print stations, we uh, encourage other churches, other brothers to do works in that way, but just to be able to get a single message printed off, put it in the hands of somebody is just a tremendous uh, resource for the people in the bride of Jesus Christ in this day. And so we're, we're thrilled with what's happening in that language, and we're glad we're finally moving forward. We were moving forward for months, but the progress was slow. But now the, the results have started to hit the message hub, and we're thrilled about it. Amen. I'm sure we will
1: hear more testimonies about that in the future, Brother Tim. Amen. Okay. Um, anything else going on with the Message Hub or, or anything in our our side here that you'd want to tell the people about?
0: Well, we there's several things that I want to mention about the Message Hub. Um, now, the Message Hub is um, several-pronged. I've used that word a few times now. i got to think of a new word, but uh, the... The way that people access the message hub, number one, the message hub is created to put books in the hands of people. So the translations are uploaded. They're able to, to, to take the books. And we're, doing, we're in the process of upgrading the message hub and the apps that are associated with the message hub. So we're, we're undergoing a fairly extensive uh, upgrade and review process right now. And so uh, uh, we trust that it'll not, well, we believe it will not cause any disruptions. Uh, but we want people to know. The first uh, part of that, the very, I'll say a very small part, is that the iOS app has been upgraded, and uh, and some components have been added to it, and the, there's several languages that have been added. We have added the Luganda language, for example, the Afrikaans language, and the Latvian language to the iOS version of the Message Hub app. That's the searchable app that contains the Bible and the translated messages with links between them so that you can look at a Bible verse and click on the link and see what Brother Branham said about that particular verse in the Bible. So the iOS release has about 20 uh, or has 20 languages now. Uh, it's lagging a little bit behind the Android uh, version which has 38 languages and uh, we hope that by the end of our upgrading process in the next few months that we'll have them matching and and whatever works in android works in ios and they'll look the same and all of those things so we're in the process of upgrading these things and we're very very happy about it
1: amen well i'll be looking forward to that and that is the message hub mobile app i use ios it's on my phone i use it all the time with some of the features you mentioned, look up a scripture and see if there's a quote on it, or look up a quote and, and see if there's a scripture on it. And it's simple as a click, and you have instant uh, insight on that thought, and I really enjoy using that. So those apps are available uh, at Google Play, and at the App Store, you can just download them directly from your phone. They are paid for. They I don't want to say free because all this costs money, but they're free to you. They are paid for. So download them
0: and use them. I'll give you a good analogy, Brother Mark, or a good a good example. Last week I was talking uh, to someone, emailing actually. I talked to one individual involved in a missions group out of Ohio, I believe it was. Not, not related to the message, but they are one of the groups that heard that we were printing Luganda Bibles. And so they they were doing some work in Uganda and they wanted to see what it would cost for them to get some Bibles. And so we discussed that. And so then we, uh, the director of the organization, I believe it was, contacted me by email and had wanted to uh, discuss uh, the Bibles, but also wondered if we had resources for ministers. Mm. And I said, boy, do we have resources for ministers. (laughs) And uh, so I just emailed back with the links to the Message Hub apps. And I said, these are the great study apps for ministers and with links between the Bible and the sermons by William Branham. And, you know, your ministers will be greatly blessed. And I said it in particular because it was available in the Luganda language. Amen. And I doubt that they'll find anything else available in the Luganda language, even remotely approaching that. So I trust that they'll avail themselves of that. And we just offered it. You know, you never know where the Lord's going to take it. And uh, we trust that it'll be a blessing to somebody and quicken somebody's heart in the light of the hour that we're living in. Amen.
1: I believe in that, Brother Tim. It's got to get to the right people somehow. And that's one of the ways that... uh, the word of this day can get to the people who are ordained to hear it and receive it. Okay. Well, that's about all the news we have for you folks in missions from Bible believers this week. Brother Tim, is there anything else you'd like to share with the people as
0: we close? Uh, There's, I think that's all the news, Brother Mark, but let me just express appreciation to all the people that are uh, involved, connected, supportive of what we're doing in missions uh, you know, we're not living in times that are not easy. These are inflationary times for the Western world and and indeed for all the world. And so people's money is becoming more valuable. Their expenses are going up. And so we appreciate each and every one that sacrifices to give to what the Lord is doing around the world. We see, What's happening in Ukraine, and there certainly is a lot of uncertainty about that, and I, I certainly wouldn't want to comment, but there is one quote that I'd like to refer to, and that is a quote that people like to mention about Russia going down there to get that oil. And uh, we know that uh, Ukraine is a large resource of oil and gas, and but the did not specifically say the Middle East. You know, he just said Russia going down there to get the oil. He says, look out, but I want to read to you the quote actually before he makes that statement. I feel like it's very, very uh, pertinent and brings into focus what this age is going through. And Brother Branham says, this is from the Message Angel of the Lord, 1951. And he says, the word of the little lamb that rose up in Revelation 13, a lamb, probably a little horn, civil and ecclesiastical power, but after Islam, freedom of religion, and so forth. But after a while, he spake like a beast, like a dragon, and exercised all the power the dragon did before him. A bitter religious persecution. We're nearing that time. You remember, church, that you're living. Now, this is 1951. Brother Branham says this. He says, remember, church, you're living in the best day you ever will live in right now until jesus comes it shall gradually not gradually but rapidly get worse and worse and then he makes that statement when russia goes down there to get that oil lookout then he says that's all she needs and so so you you We certainly realize, and I don't want to get into geopolitical events and all of that kind of thing. That's for other people to discuss. But what Brother Branham led up to that statement was, 1950s America, that's your best time. Those are the best times. It'll get worse. And he says, he starts out gradually, but then he says rapidly. So this world has deteriorated. A religious persecution is certainly rising up. We realize that God is encamped his angel the angel of the Lord is encamped around those that fear him he is a very present help in a time of trouble and we rely upon him and I just want to encourage the people no matter how bad it looks out there this gospel is still going out people are still being quickened by the word of the hour and and life is coming to people and they are their lives are being transformed and they're being delivered and the supernatural is taking place and we just are so Uh, happy and thrilled to be a part of this hour, to walk in the light as he's in the light, so that we can have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. So so God bless you to the people. We appreciate you, each and every one of you, and, and thank you so much for praying for the different needs around the world and for your support. May the Lord bless you. Shalom. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Remember, friends, the bridegroom will not come until the bride has made herself ready. She must be both called and fully dressed by the Word of God. This is
1: the Believer's Faith Challenge Report podcast. You can sign up for our email newsletter at BibleWay.org. Scroll to the bottom of the page where it says Newsletter. Fill in your name and email address and click sign up. In this email report, you will receive reports of the works of God in China, in Africa, in South America, in India, Europe, all over the world. We also publish a full-color paper newsletter two times a year, complete with photographs, reports, and testimonies from all over the world. The newsletter is free. Just request it and we would be happy to mail a copy to you. You can contact us by email at info at bible-believers.org That's info at bible-believers.org Or you can write to us at Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington 98231 That's Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. This is Mark Aho. Thank you for being with us today, and be sure to join us for the next Believers Faith Challenge Report podcast.